This evening I'm going to encourage you with the path, the God's path for you. What is it and how we should walk with God and the direction that God has for you. So Psalm 37, verse 23, we're going to start there. We're going to go to a couple different passages in Scripture. And this is a message more of me sharing my heart as a pastor to you graduates. I appreciate you each and every one and your parents and our church family, but it's really focused in for our graduates And I just wanted to, it's a little bit different message, but I think it was needed. Psalm 37 and then found verse number 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Dear Jesus, Lord, thank you for another time we had to be together. We're so thankful for these graduates. Thank you for their hard work. And, Lord, uh, they finished the course. And praise the Lord for that. But Lord, there's another course that lays before them. And, Lord, I pray that they'll follow your path. Big decisions, but, Lord, you'll be with them each and every step of the way. I pray these things in your holy and precious name. Amen. As Christians, our steps are ordered. Number one, our steps are ordered. If, if I brought you into my office right now, and there's not too many of us can get in there at one time, but you would see a picture of a lighthouse on the seashore, and underneath it says, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Well, and that's so true, right? I mean, if you're going to begin a journey, it, it starts with one step. And I think I've had that picture for like 18 years. And every office I have, I stick it in there because it's a good reminder that I'm on a journey. All right, just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep going forward. Uh, and, and that's what it really means is just keep, there's lots of steps in life. Just keep going forward. High school is a big step that you just completed. And you're thinking, Pastor, it was way bigger than a step. Some days it was a nightmare. But that's what it was. It was a step. And now there's another step in life for you that lays before you. Next step, maybe college, university, maybe going out to work, maybe both. But the next step for you, whether it may be, comes after the last one, right? You know, you just finished high school, now you're moving on. You're going forward with Jesus Christ. Uh, and when we go forward, we're not looking back all the time, right? We're not looking back. If we look back, we're going to get ourselves really messed up. We need to be looking forward to our, our Lord and Savior. How does He want us to go? And the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So we need, we're, we know Jesus Christ as our Savior. We're a child of God. He is ordering our steps. And we should be delighting in His way. In the way that the Lord has led us and where He's bringing us. Dwelling in the past does not do a whole lot of good for you uh, when you're trying to step forward. Because it's going to help make you make mistakes and you're focused on the past. Now look to Jesus. Look to Him to direct your path. He, he They're ordered by Him. Uh, we... we uh, we like to order food. Don't you look at me like pastors only one here does it's only No, we all like to eat and we like to order food. I can remember when I graduated from Baba College back in 2000, I'm telling you, my parents showed up, my grandparents showed up and we were eating out for days. I mean, they'd, you know, they'd be pulling in uh, just as we're getting ready for lunch like, "Come on with us for lunch." You know, is it going to be cafeteria food or go out to eat with my grandparents? Woo! Grandparents every time, right? Uh, and so we go out to eat. We had lots of fun and enjoyed that time. It was great. But when you go out to eat, you order your food. You expect the food that you ordered, right? 
And, and, you know, fortunately, sometimes you get a deal on it. This past week, I went into Wendy's. I thought, oh, grab a quick burger real quick. Pulled in there, found out the machine was down, the debit machine, and I got two burgers and a Coke for free. I squealed out of that drive-thru because they weren't getting my cash after they gave it to me, all right? Uh, but the reality is we order. We, we say, this is the things I want to eat. These are the things. And so if I ordered a chicken sandwich and they brought me out seven-course meal, I'd be like, that's not what I ordered. I take it, but that's not what I ordered. The reality is the Lord has ordered our steps. He has planned them out. The same way God orders our steps, uh, He's able to take care of us. You know, as we go through, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and He delights in His way. Graduates, you need to be following what the Lord has laid out for you. He's ordered them. Follow them. I believe every Christian's steps are ordered. God knows. He knows every step. So then, if we believe that, and I hope you believe that, that God has ordered your steps, then we must assume there's some planning involved in the ordering of the steps. Do you, do you get my process there, uh, college graduates and high school graduates? So God has a plan for you. He's ordered your steps. He has a plan for you. I, I really appreciate the statement, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you don't do any planning, nothing's going to happen. You know, I've had people say, Pastor, uh, let's go do this. And I think, that's a great idea. But if you never plan, it never happens. You know, we need, you need to sit down and plan. Just, that's the way it is. And God has done that for you. Whether it's deciding you're going to go to the mall and buy a new dress, uh, young ladies, or uh, where we're going to go eat after church, young men, or whatever it is, your steps in life are ordered. Your, the, you know, the idea is that God has a plan. Don't get fooled by the world thinking that well, we don't know what we're here for, and uh, I, my, my plans are uh, so out of whack. You know, you follow God. You'll soon find out what God has for you. When you get away from the Lord, when you're doing your own thing, that's when it gets really hazy and fuzzy, graduates, because you're far away from God's plan for you. When you're sticking close to Jesus, the plan becomes really crystal, crystal clear. I'm not saying it's easy. We'll talk about that in a moment. But it's clear. It's clear. Follow what's laid out. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart divides his way, but the Lord directs his path. This lays out what we, as, a, as our individual plans our way, the Lord plans our way individually. Deviseth means to think. So a man's heart deviseth his way. So the word way literally means road. The word deviseth means think, conceive, or consider our way. So, you can think, you can consider of the road that you're going to go down, that road, the way road is figuratively, course of life. So, I know uh, all of us, that's the norm. We think about what we're going to do, right? That's normal. If I come to a college or a high school graduate and say, what are you doing? They're like, I don't know. Like, well, you're not going to do anything if you don't know now. You know, you got to get it together. You got to you got to sharpen that up a little bit. You got to think about what the Lord would have for you. So the Lord gives us things in our heart that we're good at. We're all we're all talented different ways, right? We all have different abilities. So God's given us those things, and we need to think about it. Pray, well, Lord, what would you have for us? And the word directeth means to set up, confirm, provides, and sets. The word that's what the word means to set up. The Lord directeth His steps. 
So we devise some things, and sometimes they're wrong, and God gets us back to where we need to go. Uh, but the Lord directs His steps, and that's the good man, and I believe that with all my heart. And so He sets it up. And when I studied this verse, I was surprised by the last word, steps. Now, it's, it's not referring to these, you know, going higher. It's referring to pace. So how fast you're going. You know, that really encouraged me as I read that because the Lord has a plan for each and every one of you graduates, high school, post-secondary. He has a plan, but He has a pace set for you. Your pace is going to be different than the person next to you. Just be thankful that God has a pace, He has a plan for you, and just follow Him. Because it's so easy. We live in a world where we're always comparing ourselves amongst ourselves. And the Bible tells us that that's not wise. But we still end up doing it. Just think, hey, the Lord directing is directing my steps. He has a plan. He's setting it up. He's got a space for me. Let me just follow Him. For Him. Just follow Him. Our paths are directed. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your, uh, your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. I think a key to unlocking God's direction is by acknowledging Him in all our ways. Acknowledging Him. Uh, going to college or university, uh, you probably feel like you're on top of the world. Or maybe you feel very nervous. It goes back and forth. Maybe you're thinking, well, I'm finally going to leave home and uh, I'm going to get outside of the roof you know, of what I've been living in for so long. I'm going forward and maybe I'll have some more freedom. I'm going to look forward to doing some things on my own. And, and some of our graduates might be thinking, man, I got this figured out. I'm good to go, Pastor. I know what I'm going to do. I got this. One of the worst mistakes that you can make, and I made it in college, was, and I went to Bible college where I heard about the preaching of Jesus Christ day in and day out, was not seeking God when I needed Him the most. Or saying, I got this. I got this figured. I missed out on blessings because I thought I had figured out. Let me encourage you here tonight. Don't go. I mean, I know you can have confidence that you're going to do well. You're going to study hard. Yes, yes, yes. But you better be giving it to the Lord. Give it to Him. Uh, let Him move in your heart and life. Uh, and when I when I was uh, not seeking God as I should, now I'm not saying that I was out running with the wrong crowd or uh, misbehaving and disobeying all the rules of Bible college. No, I wasn't. But in my heart, I wasn't following after God as I knew I should, and I missed out. I missed out. You know, I was preferring, I was preferring less than the best path for my life. I was, I was on a good path, but there was a better path and I didn't take it. I was like, nah, I'll just do this. Hey, don't make that the same mistake I made. Don't make that mistake. Graduates from your own testimonies, you've all accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. That's encouragement to me. Let God direct your path. Don't let activities direct it. Don't let degrees direct it. Don't let careers direct it. Don't let relationships direct it. Let God direct your path. Follow what God has laid out for you. 
God, let God do it. And if we let God direct our feet and walk His path, He'll be taking care of us all the way through, won't He? He's going to be there. If we're honoring Him and we're doing what's right, He's there. It might be different than the way you thought it would be. It, you know, we sit, we, we, we're at this uh, uh, point, I've graduated, it's exciting and it's wonderful, and it is. And great work against again, you've done a great job. And you're excited about the future, and you got a plan laid out, and you, you probably prayed about it, praise the Lord. And you sought some good advice and counsel about it. praise the Lord. And you've got a plan, you've got a vision, like in a sense of, this is how it's going to go. It's probably not going to go that way. It's probably going to be different. It might even take you longer than planned. But at the end of the day, you're still following God's leading in your life. And you'll never go wrong in following God's plan for your life. Graduates, please spend time in God's Word knowing what God would have for your life. You need, if you have not already, you need to have a real rich and vital relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about salvation. You, you already told me you're saved. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, you need to be in God's Word. You need to be there. So now the bottle, we're not feeding you the milk anymore. Now you need to get in the Word. You need to get in the Word and know it. And apply it to your heart and life. You need to be soaking it up. Because if you don't, you're going to miss some good opportunities. You're going to miss the best opportunities. Don't be content with second best. Now, for our graduates, you, you do your best. And if your best in university is at 80%, well, praise the Lord, you did your best. You did your best. But if you didn't do your best and you got 90, shame on you. Do your best. Do your very best. for, And it's for the honor and glory of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's who it's for, graduates. As you go forward, you go into that university or college situation. Uh, those who have already graduated, you go in that teaching position or uh, that workplace or whatever you're going to do. You do your best for the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the path He has chosen for you. You're following it. And watch the Lord bless. Let your path be directed. By God and nothing else. The third point I got is kind of a different thought. It, it's, uh, I, I like maps, okay? I enjoy reading maps. I know I'm super weird. I know, I know. Okay, and like, uh, I, it, I just want to put this point out there because I think it's really good. You need to constantly check your map. Graduates, you need to be constantly checking your map. You have all kinds of great tools to help you navigate this life. The greatest one is the Word of God. And every graduate of our church received the Bible. I think, I think we had a few extra ones come on board. You'll get one soon. We didn't quite have enough, but you'll get it. Uh, but every one of them received the Bible. I think that's the greatest book you could ever read. I think that I know it is, and I know it changes lives, the Word of God. But it's the greatest thing to help you with your life. And you can never get enough of the Word of God. You can't. You can't, you can't get to the point of saturation point with God's Word because you're going to need it the next day, amen? 
Or maybe you're going to need it in five minutes. I don't know, but you just can't. But praise the Lord as well for some other great supports, your parents. Amen? Families. Your family. Your church family. I'm here as your, as pastor and I'll help you anyway. I absolutely, I mean, I love you folks. I appreciate you. You're taking a step. You're going forward. Been there. I'm here to help you any way I can. I believe you have good companions encouraging to make the right decisions for Christ. So you need to check your map. You need to check your map to make sure you're following instructions. You need to check your map to make sure you're following instructions. This past Friday, uh, actually it was past Monday, I got a text from uh, Brother Dale Tao. He said, Pastor, you want to go flying on Friday? I'm like, oh yeah. Let's do it, buddy. And he's like, okay, Friday morning, you got to be up early. I'm like, I'm up. I'm ready now. Let's do it. Uh, so Friday morning, I was up. Uh, I, don't know, I woke up like 5 o'clock to get ready to go flying. It was amazing. And he said, uh, so I didn't know where we were going to go flying until I got to... Uh, the airport, and I met up with Brother Dale, and he said, uh, Pastor, we're going to fly over Toronto. I'm like, ah. I couldn't really yell that early in the morning, but I was so excited. You know, I was like, yes. And uh, I was, yes, until I saw the plane. It was really small. <laughs> you know, and uh, so we get out there, and I'm looking at that plane. I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm current with the Lord. Uh you know, and uh, we get out there and uh, we're looking through the plane and Dale's checking everything out like he's supposed to do. Uh, and all I'm doing is looking at the plane like, both of us are fitting in that? And uh, um, and he's like, well, Pastor, i got to make sure nothing. And he's, he's giving me instruction. He's a great instructor. He's telling me all these things. I'm looking at that engine. I'm like, that's going to get us off the ground? I mean, I, I'm glad I didn't eat before I got on the plane, you know, type of thing. So I'm thinking about all these things. And uh, so Dale's like, okay, Pastor, you jump in. Okay, so I get in and we're like really tight in there. And, uh, and then he pulls out this, I saw him with all kinds of books before we got uh, in, in the plane and things. And he pulls out this book. I'm thinking, don't you know how to fly this already? Why do you need that? <laughs> and he's like, oh, and I saw so I asked him, like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's a checklist. Oh, okay. So he's, okay, we have to do this, and I have to do this. And I can't remember exactly all he had to do. I just know that he was following everyone, like kind of checking it up as he went. So there was uh, one before he started the engine. I was I was like, where's the start button? Let's get this thing fired up. He's like, oh, no, i got to do this, and i, I got to do this, and I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And before we even got in the airplane, he was going around making sure this was here and this was closed and, you know, all these things. Had checklists for is get ready before we take took off, and then there was a checklist as we were getting ready to land, and then there's a checklist when we stopped. They're all instructions, right? They're all instructions. And I wasn't complaining that he was following all the instructions. I was very pleased that he understood the need to follow the instructions. Graduates, you need to follow instructions. And the instructions I'm referring to, most importantly, is the Word of God. So how are you going to know the instructions? You need to be in God's Word. You mean God's Word and knowing what God's Word has to say. You're going to have to follow instructions you probably already have to apply to university or college or wherever or uh, or get that new job. You, there's instructions. They said, okay, you have to do this and this and this and this. So you've done this and this and this and this. Listen... There's going to be a temptation for you to put God in the back burner because there's so much to be done. 
Okay, there's going to be a temptation to do that. Don't. If you're going to be following instructions like you need to, you want to stay on the right path, you need to be checking with your map and you need to follow instructions. How do you get to know the Word of God? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, graduates. Reading it. Knowing it. Studying it. So that means you, you just don't read Psalm uh, 37 verses 1 to 2 and I'm good to go for the day. No, get in it. Study it. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a subject matter that really uh, uh, grabs your attention, gravitates you. Hey, buy some books or buy some online stuff to help you research the Word of God to learn about that. Hey, we need to be growing in our Christian life. You need it. Uh, I'll be praying for you and I'll be encouraging our church family to pray for you. Uh, you're going to be entering a, a system of, uh, of teaching and things that hates God. I don't know of any university, you know, especially secular universities, that's going to tell you, you need to love Jesus. There's, I'm not aware of any like that. You're going to be under pressure to bend and change. You're old-fashioned, you're traditional. You might be called white worse than that. You are going to need to be in God's Word. You're going to need to be in God's Word to help you make the right decisions. Stay on the map. Check your map. Follow the instructions. Seek the narrow path. So check your map. Follow instructions. Seek the narrow path. So Dale has checked all the things. We're on the runway. We're on this narrow path called the runway now. All right, the, the the propeller's going around, and I'm really praying that it can lift my weight plus Dale's up into the air. All right, it's going, and he's like, "Okay, full power," and he puts it to full power, and we're going down that narrow path called the runway, and we take off. It's a pretty cool sensation. I gotta say, he's like, "Wow, this is cool." I mean, I can see everything, and uh, so we're taking off. We're getting a little higher, and we got to go to 2,000 feet, and, and uh, then we have to turn. And fly over Georgetown. I saw Brother Arvick's house. Your roof looks a mess, Brother Arvick. But no. Um, uh, so we flew over it. <laughs> and, uh, and we we were looking for Trafalgar Road. And we had to follow. So it's like a road in the sky. So we had to follow it. Like fly right over Trafalgar Road all the way down the lakeshore. And then when we got there, uh, we had to turn left to go into Toronto along the lakeshore there, the beachside. And, uh, and uh, while we're doing all this, and I'm... Oh, okay. Let me pause there and give you a little more information. So uh, uh, we're in the airplane and we're flying over Georgetown and, and Dale says, Pastor, would you like to fly? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, go ahead. So I saw him doing this with the controls earlier. I was like, what is this? Oh, I found out what that does real quick. And, uh, and so he just, you know, you go like this and he showed me how the rudder work. I was like, man, this is so cool. This is amazing. But I wasn't going all over. We had a path. And the sky's pretty big, right? But we had to stay on this path. We had to stay on this narrow path. And as we turned and went into the city of Toronto, we're about 2,000 feet above the ground, uh, and they're saying, you know, uh, there's a uh, CP-24 helicopter uh, stationary over Toronto. There's another plane coming out uh, on the other side of you. And, and uh, I thought to myself, you know what, 2,000 feet is not a great place for a meet and greet. You know, I want to stay away from anybody else up here, right? I mean, we want a safe distance away from everybody. So stay on your flight plan. Stay on your narrow path. And uh, while we're flying, uh, the flight control, I guess that's what they're called, they're, they're on the 
I don't really know what they were saying, but I got the idea from Brother Dale telling me that they're telling us to stay here or move here or watch out for this and things of that nature. There's a lot going on. i got to be honest. I didn't think it was that much going on in the cockpit, but there's a lot going on. And uh, so flight control told us to stay north of the CN Tower. It was amazing. All our high school graduates, you know, you're, you're heading, I think, I should say all, most are heading to uh, university and college, and there will be temptations, as I told you a few moments ago, temptations and things to seek you away from God's path. There's going to be things like that. Let me encourage you to stay in the narrow path. You're like, well, I don't know what it is. Well, get in God's Word and you'll find it. You're, you're, uh, you're on the threshold of adulthood, right? Now it's time. Now it's time to spread those wings as such. Now it's time to know what God, start developing what God has for you. Start understanding God's will for you. Stick together with other Christians and uh, be encouraging and uh, seek out a solid Christian church nearby uh, if you're not going to be able to be uh, worshiping with us. And we hope you will, but we understand if you can't. They're important to help you stay on the narrow path. You need it. Young people, no one has, or if they have, they're, they're telling you lies. No, no one can promise you that Christian life's going to be easy. If anyone does, I'm, I'm, they're lying. It's not easy. But life's not easy. The world doesn't have it easy. They have problems too. Unfortunately for us, if we know Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, we have someone to help us through those problems, through those trials. It won't be easy. And, it'll, and especially true in the years for you coming up. You'll, you'll find school difficult. I'm sure there'll be times when you want to pull your hair out and, you know, you'll lose your patience and you'll be upset and you'll, you'll, if you're like anybody else, you'll probably cry a little bit about all the work you gotta do and you'll be emotional and things. That's fine. You're not the first. Let me assure you. I probably didn't cry, but everything else I did too, okay? Uh, it's just, it's so much and it's different. Keep looking to the Lord. This is what God's laid out for you. This is God's plan for your life. He'll be with you every step of the way. He won't leave you nor forsake you. Keep following that narrow path. Keep following what the Lord's laid out. We know what the the broad way leads to, right? It's destruction. Right? That's what the Word of God tells us in Matthew chapter 7. You know, as we were flying, I mean, I remember taking off that little strip there in Brampton Airport, and it's a little tiny airstrip. And we were flying over the 401. I mean, that's huge. We could land on that. But it would be destruction, right? It's not the right place. It's not the right place. You know, the idea is like, follow what God has for you. It won't be easy. I understand. You'll be bucking the trend in our world today. I understand. But God's called you to do something. Keep following. Keep following. Seek the narrow path. And the last one is always plan with God. Always plan with God. Now, before we took off on Friday morning, Dale had to make a flight plan. I really don't know how he did it. I'm sure he did tell me, but I was so busy absorbing everything else. Uh, But I do remember that he had to phone someone and talk to someone and make that Flight plan. He had to get permission. And uh, he had to, we had to get permission to take off. We had to get permission to, for what time. It's very specific. It wasn't like, yeah, between now and 4 o'clock this afternoon, we're going to take off. 
Now, it was very specific. And once our flight plan was accepted, we you know, hustled out to the airplane, getting everything ready to go. And, uh, I didn't do much. I just sat here and watched and with a big smile on my face. And once we were in the air, <coughs> Dale checked in with the flight control and the tower there at Pearson because they were controlling all the airspace there. And he would ask to do certain things. Can we, do, can we go here or can we do this? It's within the parameters of the flight plan. They're like, no, there's too much traffic over the city airport. You can't go over there. And, uh, but you can go over Downsview. Oh, great. We went, flew over Downsview and flew over Wonderland. You know, different things. But the idea is that we had to get permission to do it. We had to follow the plan. Now, in our society today uh, and our culture is we don't like to be told what to do. No? No one else finds that in our society? That's exactly what society's like today. Don't tell me. Don't give me rules. Don't tell me I gotta do this. Don't, you know, whatever. Rules are there for a good reason. To protect you, to help you. Keep you away from danger. I'm sure glad that the guy on flight controls didn't say, yeah, go ahead, buzz Pearson International Airport, see what happens. Huh? I'm really glad he got some rules. And that then I'm really glad that Brother Dale was obeying those rules. Okay, so the reality is, there's a plan. God has a plan for you. Follow God's plan. Always plan with God. God has a plan for you. Uh, and Jeremiah talks about how God has a plan for you. He oversees. He knows what's for your future. He has a, he has good plans for you. He loves you. I have to be honest. When I was your age, high schoolers, I really didn't have a clue. I didn't know what I was doing. One day I was going to join the RCMP and I went to the RCMP uh, uh, detachment and they had like 70 people show up to uh, apply for two jobs. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going any further because that, I'm not going to be one of the two. That's not going to happen. It was a cool interview and all everything else, but that's not going to happen. I remember marching down to uh, Canadian Forces Station in St. John's and go to the recruiter to see about entering the military. And I showed up. You know what they had in the sign? Closed. I'm like, okay, I'm not joining the military. I went somewhere else. And finally it was, I went to Bible college. I didn't know. I mean, part of it was just to do something. I, I didn't know where the Lord was going to lead. You know, I applied because my parents encouraged me and I didn't have a lot of other options and they were going to, money's always a part of the equation for me at that point. It was they were going to give me money to go to school. It's like, okay, I'll take your money and go. No problem. I'm sure glad that God got involved in my life. I never thought that I would live in the GTA. My life did not turn out as I thought it would, but it turned out exactly as God planned it. He knew exactly where it would go. To be honest, the Lord has allowed me to do things I never thought I would ever do. The example, fly on Friday. I mean, I've never thought that would ever happen to me. And it was easy wasn't on my bucket list or anything. But the Lord, eight years ago, brought me to Brampton. I got to know the Taos who were in our church at Brampton International Baptist Church and spent a lot of time with the Taos. Me and Brother Dale formed a close friendship. We went on a mission trip to Europe. We were close friends. Hey, that would have never happened if I didn't wait back and say, God, I'll follow your plan for me. And that's really, I mean, I know it's really neat and I'm talking about it tonight, but it's really insignificant in life. You know, spiritual things are way more important. 
Now, I got the opportunity when me and Brother Dale went to Europe to preach in, in Romania and preach in some pretty poor places. And I got to be honest, it, it really changed my mind about some things and affected me in a positive way. And I got to preach in, in Holland as well. And hey, I get to pastor an amazing church. And I, I get the chance to invest my life in other people for Jesus Christ. It's way beyond anything I thought. I mean, I don't get it right every day, but I'm trying to follow God's plan for my life. Graduates and everyone else in this room, you should always plan with God in mind. Actually, let me say, God should be the beginning of your plan. If you're trying to, if you're trying to fit God in your plan, if you're trying to squeeze Him in this little box, okay, God, I want to do all this and I want you to get in here, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Let God lead you. Always plan with God. He should be the most integral part of the plan. He needs to be the center. We should be the ones fitting into God's plan for our lives. Amen? We're the ones fitting. We're the ones being molded. We, I mean, how crazy to think that we're going to mold God into what we want. No, we should be being molded into what He wants for us. Becoming more like Him. You might say, graduates might say, well, Pastor Alcock, I'm a little afraid. Well, I was too. And I'm sure if other people are here, if graduates, and people have done things, and following God's plan today, they'll say the same thing. Yeah, we were a little afraid too. But God's been faithful. He's providing. He's taking care of the needs. So let me encourage you, graduates, don't run from what God's got for you. Don't don't hide from what, the way that you know the Lord's leading you to do. Don't, don't try to hide in something else. You just, you just follow God. Follow the plan He's laid out. Now, tonight's lesson, this lesson is mainly for the graduates, but the message applies to us all, doesn't it? To all of us. Have you been true to God's path in your life? Do you need to get back to God's path? 